You got him. You bitch? No, I'm good. I'm okay, I'm okay. Welcome to Fear Me, a podcast about The Walking Dead. Fear Me. You just me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Fear Me Podcast. We're going to be reviewing... Fear the Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 3, entitled Ouroboros. So before we get started, I was hoping that you would allow me to just have a few seconds to just pay tribute to Prince, God, no. Yes, go ahead, Kim. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, Kim. Yeah, warn me. Why? Go ahead. Okay. You're going to make me play a Prince song, aren't you, for our interlude? If you could, that would be awesome. All right. (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, happily, happily, I'll play a Prince song, of course. Okay, so I just wanted to say that um, Prince, as we all know, Prince passed away on Thursday, last week, Yes. and Prince was somebody that was very important to me, and I grew up with his music, and his music has always been very important in my life, and has kind of been like background music to everything that's happened in my life, and whenever... My girlfriends and I wanted to get ready to go out. We would always put his music on to get us in the mood. And then at night, after we came home from the bars, um, we always put the movie Purple Rain on and fell asleep to the movie every single time we went out. And we even closed down our wedding with Purple Rain. It was the last song that we sang. So he just meant a lot to me. And it's almost like a family member has died. And I'm going to start crying. I don't want to start crying. (laughs) Oh my god. It's okay. <laughs> but um I'm just really sad that we lost somebody that was so amazing and such a genius. So Yes, it, it, very true, Kim. Yes. Very true. I know you I love all that think I'm silly, but No, no. No, I love that that uh the uh quote from uh Clapton mm-hmm. where the person asked him and said uh what's it feel like to be the the best guitarist in the world? He says, "I don't know. Why don't you ask Prince?" Yeah. Hmm. I know. I saw that <laughs> the other day. Um, yeah, I went to three of his shows in an after party in Greensboro, North Carolina back in the day, and it was like one of the best experiences of my life. So I'm really grateful that I got a chance to see him live and that he was, I don't know, such a big part of my life. So well, anyways, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, listen, he was a pioneer. Um, I he I was you know of course heard him when he first was starting up and so forth. He it, his music wasn't exactly mine at the time, but I can certainly certainly appreciate what a uh, pioneer he was in the music business and to American culture. Mm-hmm. His movie Purple Rain was the only movie my parents ever made me turn off because it came out when I was in the second grade. They let me watch all the horror movies I wanted to watch, but they wouldn't let me allow they wouldn't allow me to watch that. Was it his outfit? Oh yeah. That and more. (laughs) But I was allowed to have the album. I could sing Darling Nikki without a problem. My parents couldn't care less about that. I don't don't understand. So, but. All right. Very nice. Very nice. 
Anyways, okay, so back to Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, is that the show? That's what oh, we're doing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. bring it back. Bring it back. So um, my overall impressions of this episode, I was not really digging this episode. It's not one of the better ones of the season. But, and actually, I thought it was kind of boring up until the point where Nick falls in the hole with the crab walker. And then it was great from the that walker point walker with on. crabs? Yeah. <laughs> had to go there yeah well from that point on it was like oh my god it was awesome but up until that point i thought the episode was great i thought it was really cool um and i thought this was like the perfect episode for it to completely be a filler if we were watching the walking dead it might have been a filler episode but there was a lot that we learned and a lot that happened and we had um the crab walker like you said and we had the Dune Walkers, and then we had a, not Walker, sorry, infected. infected. And we had an infected that was stuck in the boat intake. <laughs> How about that? So Get your arm out of there, kid. Yeah, no, it, it was extremely entertaining, I thought. it was. I thought it was an awesome episode. I, I thought the Flight 462 part at the beginning was great. I mean, that, I thought one of the best images they had is when that one guy got pulled off the raft. Mm-hmm. And you could see him underwater fighting off the that was fighting cool. off the walker that was hanging on to him. I thought that was a great shot. Um, my overall impression of the episode I, was very good. Um, I, I mean, I think I texted you, Kim, that it was a it, it felt a little bit like a maintenance episode. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I got a lot of information on this. I think the where it kind of dragged a little bit was with the Madison and Strand stuff, and then Madison with with uh travis you know that kind of going back and forth was a little little uh dogged awkward yeah yeah but um but overall i thought it was great i loved the 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 kids in the episode i'm finally getting into liking their characters somewhat Mm -hmm. um and i did like the fact that they were pulling in the flight 462 issues in there um and I thought it was great that they're actually, you know, it had something to do with them getting resupplied. Because I keep thinking to myself, what in the hell are they going to do on that boat without any supplies? So <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool that they they mm. integrated that into it. And I like the idea, too, is that, that, you know, we're starting to see some problems on the boat that you wouldn't normally see maybe on, like, The mm. Walking Dead and so forth. Like, like somebody getting stuck yeah. in the intake valve. <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, a mechanical issue with a boat. Um, I think that's. I think that was a interesting to show uh, that it's not just the uh, not necessarily just walkers and and zombies and infected and all that are going to be a problem out there. It could be just simple boats and pirates and and survivalists. But it still had to be an infected, didn't it? That got stuck in the end. It did. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised that he was surprised. I mean, considering he's he's swimming through all these shoes and bags and stuff underwater. I mean, I hate to say it, dude. Something's coming under there. Um, but I I I I enjoyed it. I love the um, I love the use of the beach mm-hmm. there mm. with the walkers and and the cliffs. Um, I thought it did a lot, you know, it's very beautiful beaches and so forth. And then you have those, those, uh, infected walking over the dunes and all. I thought that was fantastic. I thought it was neat, <laughs> neat images. It was like the army um, was coming. Yeah. Was really yeah, cool. exactly. But it was, but it was just such a uh, stark, tra- uh, you know, contrast. contrast between them. Um, 
but I think also, you know, having them pinned on the on the cliffs and so forth like that helped to really increase the tension and the fact that they could see him from the boat as things were going on. Mm-hmm. No, I was my impression was really good. I just I, I, I liked it. Sorry, I thought that there was a lot that I had to uh, suspend. You know, like there was some silly things, especially the tra- the interaction between Strand and Madison. That kind of threw me off a little bit, and I didn't I didn't find it very believable. I agree with you totally. I agree with you totally. I mean, I came out of that thing thinking, well, do they have an agreement or do they not have an agreement? Yeah, because and- they say they have an agreement, and then it sounds like. Madison's talking about how you can't trust the guy and all this kind right. of stuff, you know, and with with Travis and I'm kind of going, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, it just it was it just put the whole the whole episode was just off for me. I think hmm. on that dynamic, yes. Yeah. So I do. I do. All right, do you guys want to go ahead and talk about the details of the of the episode? Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's do it. So, I mean, what about the plane crash with 462? I thought it was great. I mean, it was interesting how much they obviously the plane was spread around. Evidently, the tail section and a good portion ended up in the water, and the rest of it ended up up, up on the top of the uh, beach. Yeah, it, yeah, that was really cool imagery when they first panned in, and you see mm-hmm. all this stuff everywhere, all over the water. Yeah, and yep. it's pretty obvious that it exploded on impact. Well, actually, I mean, I guess it kind of no, broke it apart broke before up. that because some yeah. of it landed on land. Um, but there was total devastation. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool, especially later on when you see the papers under the water, kind of like jellyfish or ghosts even mm-hmm. floating under the water and there's all this debris. And then I think the first scene, didn't we see like a foot or something floating by underneath the water? Maybe. Uh, I don't remember that, but. But maybe. Anyways, that was really cool. I was surprised, though, that there weren't more people. I was, Um, too. You know, I didn't see... The plane was, from what we saw on the the webisodes, was pretty full. Um, Mm. And even when when you get later on, when they find the piece of the fuselage, it's pretty empty. That's what I was thinking, too. That was another thing that I had to suspend my disbelief on. Mm -hmm. Well, they came walking over those dunes. There's no way those are those people. You don't think so? I'll no. tell you why. I I'll tell you why I don't think they are because they weren't mangled. Exactly. I mean, there was nobody mangled. There was nobody burned. They were yep. just regular people walking up in t-shirts. That's a good and, point. I didn't think about that. Pants and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're coming down on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's gonna be people walking around there without body parts. Yes. Well, trying to walk. Around. Well, I I don't want to get a, too far into into those people in the dunes because I do want I want to talk more about like when they got rescued by the people in the in the boat for one thing because the guys were like you know mm-hmm. they were volunteering come on get over here and then all of a sudden they're like get off the raft because that one guy's well, yeah. the, the kid's that gonna was, die and guy, then they take out the other guy that guy was dealt with fast wasn't he they were well then you find out that the last guy is in the intake valve <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> good god yeah well There's obviously not much of a rescue there yeah you know obviously oh, she killed when, two of them Right, because well, obviously know. whatever happened after they panned away from her in the raft when the guy was trying to talk him, talk her into putting that guy, out, putting Jake out of his misery, uh, mm-hmm. didn't go well Mm-mm. for that guy. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't take like, opposition well. I think. She, well, the guy that was trying to help her stuff, onto though. the raft and then mm-hmm. like fell off, and then he gets bitten, mm-hmm. 
and then they help him back on. He's like, oh, you got bitten. And then he smacks, he kills him, I guess, with the paddle. Yep. But yet he's so close to the other guy that was like, how did he even hit, hit him with the paddle? Without yeah. hitting well, the other people. Exactly. I think it's very interesting, and I said it last week, that this group of survivors knows so much more than our survivors on The Walking Dead. Well, they saw them change. Yeah, I mean, but they, they saw, saw it one time. I mean, wouldn't you still be in disbelief? I would be. Somewhat. Somewhat. But I think I think by that time they had they had figured it out. Well, yeah, because they would when they saw it happen, it was like a couple people, and then all of a sudden the plane's going down. So it's like it's got to be mass confusion on the plane as to as to how anybody would catch the fact that these people are turning that quickly. I don't know. I I kind of agree with Kim on that. Yeah, but I mean, I I certainly see what you're saying. Um, I thought one thing that was pretty evident is uh, Alex deals with things. Mm-hmm. And can deal with them mm-hmm. effectively. Yeah, she's pretty confident in yeah. herself and in oh. her skills. Yeah, she's got mad skills, man. She yeah. took that dude out, stabbed him right in the heart, and then pushed him overboard and then took care of a redhead. Yeah, I love. Well, and she makes a quick judgment call. I mean, yep. she, you know, she she's knows what girl she wants of to action. protect. Yeah, she's a girl of action. I love that they kind of so, left that as a mystery when with the last guy that was on the, the raft, and we didn't know what his fate was until a little bit later on. But you could tell in her eyes... Something's not going good, going to go right oh, yeah. for you, little dude. <laughs> no. and, we'll, and we'll talk more about her later on. But um, I thought I thought her introduction was good. I I, I think um, the follow up to her introduction with her in the episode was not as strong as the beginning, mm-hmm. and maybe a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll talk about that later. Um, obviously, Jake wasn't looking real good. No, Jake is. Yeah. Burned up. He's a crispy yep. critter. He is a crispy critter. I was really worried about Jake because she's got him laying in that boat. Mm-hmm. The sun is beating down on his poor face that's already mm-hmm. been burned. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's she's got a not... nice protective covering on there now. Yeah, of, of sc- oh, scabs God. and blood and shit. <laughs> yeah. No, she just had that cloth on his face and then she mm-hmm. rips it off. You don't ever take cloth off a burn victim. Well, she just had Hello? to check out what was going under there. <laughs> Oh my God! He probably smelled so bad. Oh, that poor kid. He was. I know. Uh, he was. Did that hurt? Did that hurt? Ah, no. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Just kill me already. But I think she's. I mean, I understand her having loyalty to him and feeling responsible for his fate. But I think that she's knowing what we know, with you know how people turn and stuff. I think she's going too far she knows there's no way for him to survive so why Mm -hmm. keep him alive any longer than she has to because she's got extreme guilt over taking that seat well i understand that but still and she just won't let go you know don't get me wrong i think she's not she's not she's not working under a sense of realism yeah by any means on that and scott when you say taking that seat what do you mean well she she took the seat that uh, the mother got bumped on. It was supposed, to, yeah. Jake's mom was supposed to be sitting in the seat that she took. Yeah. Jake's mom was running late, and they gave the seat to her. Right. And this is what you learned through the webisode. Yes. Right. Okay. Sorry. Exactly. Yes. So that's why she has this, and she admitted it to Jake as they were crashing at the end of the webisodes. Right. Um. So she feels very guilty about that. 
Well, I still think she's taken too far. I think she needs to just get over it and just I think she off will. him. I think she will. But um, now I kind of feel like I want to go back and watch all of the webisodes again so that I can pinpoint who each of the people are that we see in this episode. And see, and what, see if they show up Yeah, again. and see what their role was back in those episodes. and If they were even seen. Yeah, and if, if they were know. confident people or scaredy cats or, like, how were they reacting on the previous... I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of people you saw on that plane, really. Well... Yeah. I wonder if that guy in the suit was on there. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I mean, it'd be pretty oh, easy to yeah, find I him. I agree. It'd be good to go look back. Maybe I'll do that this week. So, so we go through all that good stuff, and then we get to the, to the next step, which is the issues with the boat. The Abigail has some engine, engine issues. Okay, first of all, can I just say that the pseudo-love scene between Travis and Madison, so awkward. Yeah, yeah that was weird. It was difficult. It was very forced. Like, they were both yeah. trying to get into it like they well first of all but maybe I felt that like was I, the point but uh, maybe but, that was the point but i'm saying first of all i felt like i should not even be there watching that well yes yes and then secondly <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh good the boat shut off thank god no but then secondly they both seemed like they didn't want to be there but they felt like they needed to like have smoochy smoochy right. time to make each mm-hmm. other feel better and it just wasn't right. working and thank god something happened with the engine well, wasn't she saying, are you here? Like right before they got into smoochy, smoochy time, as you put it, Kim? <laughs> yeah. Didn't she Didn't she say, are, are you here right now? Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't reacting to anything she was saying. He was just right. kind of staring off into space. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was so in he Travis was trying to time. Prove, he was trying to prove that he was there. Yes. He was in Travis time. Yes. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, I think he was looking for a personality, actually. Both of them. <laughs> you know what, though? I think the great the great thing is with this whole the boat breaking down, mm-hmm. he finally showed some like real usefulness. Mm-hmm. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah but exactly to the storyline. I mean, he's he, it's not like he's not like a prime character in the whole thing. He always mm-hmm. has been. I mean, he was the, mm-hmm. in last episode. He was the one that um, actually made contact with the people in the house and stuff. But here, he was actually. I mean. He was in he charge. Was really, he was making yeah, he things happen. He wasn't just like the diplomat. He was right. actually doing something. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. so. he's a plumber, right? No, no, he's a. I school mean, he's a school teacher, teacher but he he but knows he's a mechanic. plumbing. Remember he? Yeah, but you remember he also talked to the cop about oh, working he knows on cars. Plumbing. You remember oh, he talked to the army guy about working on cars. Remember when the guy was telling oh. him to right. go and talk that's his right. buddy off the off the toilet? Okay, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. He's he's just a mechanic. But he he likes tinkering with things. He, but he was fixing the sink when uh, the, exactly. everything went down. Right. Yeah. But yep. he seems pretty knowledgeable things. about boats already. I mean, all he did was pick up that mm-hmm. book, and he's like, "Oh, this is what it's happening, and we need to flush the system." Blah blah blah. Um, how does he know that much? I would not be able to do that, even if I had done plumbing before he was just reading through the manuals and he like he said he was like i know how to fix a carburetor in his because he's got that old truck that he's been taking care of and he's handy he's you know i think he's i think he's comfortable with manuals he's a teacher and knows how to put them unlike us which don't even bother with manuals we just start taking everything apart (laughs) wait aren't you a teacher scott yeah yeah uh, uh, uh. All right, got me. <laughs> I didn't say I was a manual teacher. <laughs> well, this awesome. is another one uh, of those instances where I felt like it just wasn't very believable that he could. He yeah, he caught on to it way too quick. Yeah. Yeah. Was, 
Yeah. Yeah. And and for him to then go and scuba dive mm-hmm. underneath the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know scuba now too? Well, he may. How does he know He is stuff? fucking awesome. He's, he's from, he they're from the coast. He's super Travis. They're, they're from the coast. Maybe he's done scuba diving. I mean, <laughs> that's what people do. <laughs> I know, but. Plus, he's a on, Kiwi. How convenient. Yeah, but he said he'd only been there one time. Let me put it this way. That's true. For, I, I'm starting to wonder about Strand's, uh, like Daniel questioned about Strand's ownership of this boat. Cause, me too. Uh, Strand had no interest in doing any scuba diving, I can tell you that. Yeah, and he didn't seem to know very much about his own boat. No. About the inner workings. Mm-mm. I thought about that too. Yeah. I think I think Strand's Strand's got a lot of he's the bullshit runs deep in that young man. Yeah, can I yes, can I say does. the other thing about him is that he definitely seemed to lose a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Especially when um at least his character, uh when he was on the sat phone and he couldn't get in touch with whoever he's trying to get in touch with. Right. He sounded like a kid without his dad like he did he was like he had no idea what was going on oh he mm-hmm. was gonna he was gonna seriously lose a lot of confidence or at least uh control at the end of that last episode before the kid with the gun stepped in Seth. oh mm-hmm. right yep because yeah. Mad- true, Mad- maddie was uh or maggie maddie 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 was all up She's in his happy. grill and she was she was gonna she was putting him in his place and yep which is part of the reason why I had a problem with the episode this time in that, you know, again, we'll talk about it probably later, but uh, the fact that they would let these people go adrift, you know, mm-hmm. after they were yeah. so adamant about taking these other folks. Right. I, that, that struck me as just kind of off the wall. But, you know, I want to see, I want to see Madeline go Rick. I want to see her go a little bit more, Rick. I want to see her go take charge of the situation and put. And that's I think. Put, I what's think his that's name kinda, in his place? Yeah, Strand. that's that's the fight between uh, her and Travis. Is like which one is going to step forward? Well, I think I think Cause I think she is the one that's going to step forward. I think I think Travis is. Uh, he just doesn't have the leadership quality that she has. She's got it. She hers is just kind of simmering under the surface. Well, she thinks on her toes, mm-hmm. and he has to he has to really contemplate what his answer is going to be before he comes up with an answer. Mm-hmm. And and well, and, she's she's got kind of the darker side to her, right? That you can and tell. I thought you it was see, a and great. That's, that's where I think in this world, mm-hmm. like he's he's more of a leader. Um, in socially, school? yeah, yep. yeah. But in this world, she is fits more of the leadership skills i think i I agree with you on that 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 conversation she had with strand when when uh when they came to their agreement and then she's told strand she said you even look wrong at one of my my family and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. throw you overboard and he says you're not a killer (laughs) she just gave him that look like try me like oh hell yes i am Uh a killer so but that goes back to what you were saying before is like i thought they had an agreement right before she said that yeah because they're like right yeah back to back well that's how we're gonna fight this Mm -hmm. yeah and then she was like then they went into that little Mm -hmm. threatening each other right conversation But but you did see you did see it at the end when um when they were discussing the whole thing about putting the putting the folks back into the raft mm-hmm. that strand almost pleaded to her to step in because he he said to her maddie when she when she wasn't you know stepping in when when he was the only one standing up there saying no they can't come on board 
Oh, you know, I didn't catch that. So yeah. you think so he was reaching out to her, you think? He was. Oh, he definitely yeah. was. I saw, you know, I watched it twice and and he at the end of that thing almost pleadingly sounded like, you know, Madeline, you know, like help me out here. Madison. Hmm. Whatever. <laughs> God. No. <laughs> that's a good point. I never even noticed that. They do. So that was kind of a culmination of their agreement. But. They do seem to have each other's backs more and more. They talk to each other more than anybody else does. With Strand, mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for Daniel, but he's just accusing well, him Daniel of Daniel doesn't of really talk to anybody. He just kind of gives you glares and threats you. Well, he he's the one that he's the one that pointed um, her to actually talk to him about the whole situation with Mexico and stuff, anyways. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, if I talk to him, it's not going to end up in a good situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're, yeah, they're probably going to fight each other and over stuff. And see, I did feel like I thought Strand was maybe softening a little bit. Like, he's not as hard-edged as he has been in previous episodes. He seems to, um, I don't know, be more lenient? I don't know. What's the word I'm looking well, he's, for? Well, he's he usually seems to he he in the past he's been much more in control of the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As the situation gets a little bit out of his control, he loses a little bit of his relevance. And when when uh, Maddie can stand up to him like she did, that rattles his control. Yeah. And and he's he is losing it somewhat. And I think part of him does realize a little bit that I got to be careful here. Um, this group can can do something to me if I'm not careful. Um, even well, though he's still a jerk to everybody, he talks a huge game, but I don't know mm-hmm. that he really has much to back it up. And I think that's that when people start um, questioning him on certain things or start mm-hmm. standing up to him, then he backs down. Which was again, like you're, Scott, you said things were kind of weird. I think one of the weird things to me in the in the whole episode was how they Maddie does stand up to him through that whole thing, and then at the end. When they're putting the other two on the raft, Maddie feels like she has no um, yeah, I did the weight, best I weight could. over him yeah, at all. I did the best I could, she said. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she was, but she's like threatening him, you know, in and the I, wheelhouse. So right. It's like, it's yeah, weird. it's exactly. It's very inconsistent. And I thought, right. uh, and I thought Travis, Travis showed to be what uh milk sop he is when he's down there working in the engine and and uh strand starts bossing him around and he says hey i'm not the help mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and strand comes back with that real smart ass answer to him you know he should <laughs> oh he i'm sorry said, now he should have said something please like fix the goddamn boat right and he should have you know travis should have said something like fuck you or, or you know anything <laughs> just to you know, just to fire back at him. Instead of he just smiles and goes back to work, you know. Yeah, like, why don't you get your ass down here and help me? Right, right. <laughs> if you don't know what the fuck to do, I'll tell you what to do. Right, exactly. I can show you. Especially We got manuals. Like, we got yeah. manuals. Well, and, and Strand's worried because he's got <laughs> places to be. That's right. He's got places to be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't they all? And that, that whole story he had about his place yeah, in Baja. He's... What a bunch of garbage yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah but he does that? have a rendezvous supposedly set up when. Oh, he does. We know that. But do you think it's a paradise down there with supplies and everything for them? No, I don't think so. No, not at all. No. I think he's pulling their no, leg it's again. A carrot. He's just hanging a carrot out. Well, he's got something down there. There's something waiting for him down there in, in Baja, but uh, it isn't what he said it was. Yeah, I mean, 
why, if it's so great, why would he even want to go to San Diego in the first place? Right. Well, that's what they said. They said, well, why did you even lie about it? Why did you say San Diego? Mm-hmm. No, he's just trying to get him to go south. I don't think it has anything to do with Baja. I don't think it had anything to do with San Diego in the first place. He's trying to meet up with someone else. Yeah, but his maps are all Baja. So he's he's trying to get the Baja. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but not for what he said they're going there for. Mexico? Mexico. Well, um, I, I thought that that was a... Um, this is another point that I had an issue with. When the kids are, was it when the kids were getting on the boat and that's when Daniel brought up to Madison about the whole Baja thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would you pick that moment to bring all of this up? Oh, that's right. Because he was at, they were trying to figure out clothing and she was like, it's something warm. And he's like, you don't, you're not going to need it when we go to Mexico. Exactly. Like, what? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you bring that up then? That should be something you talk about in private. He was being a smartass. That's stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, it was. He he's not the he's not the uh, the greatest timing guy. Yeah. Let me ask you this too: if you find if you find a machine gun, why put it back? Well, that's a good point. I mean, he could have more guns, and if he finds out that the, his machine gun is missing, mm-hmm. that could be an issue. It could be, yeah. but what's what what issue would it be? If he gets his other I mean, gun. I hate to say it, he would be he would be the guy take uh, pushed off the island. Yeah. He may be uh, trying to get a, a, a better understanding of the whole picture of what's going on in the boat. There might be other stuff happening that, you know, he's not trying to um, set off any red flags with Strand that he's getting too nosy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, I, they must have a lot of belief that Strand is taking them somewhere because otherwise I would have put that guy off the boat a long time ago. What I was surprised at is that Madison was like, oh, he's... Trying to take us down to Mexico? Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought they all would have like had some understanding. This guy has ulterior motives. Well, yeah. I, that he's trying to go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why they're making such a big deal about the fact that they're going to Mexico. Why do they care? They don't have a destination anyways because San Diego's all messed up. Uh, right, that's what I'm. I'm saying they were their original destination was San Diego. Like, where the hell did they think they were going? Right, they're just gonna float around forever. I'm going to be really. I, I'm also kind of interested about how mum Nick is about all this, because mm-hmm. you know Nick was the one that originally got out with Strand, right? And Nick was there when when Strand manipulated that guy into getting taken away by the soldiers. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he can do to somebody mm-hmm. with the words. Yeah. So so you know I'm wondering is Nick biding his time? Is he? Because when he saw, remember, remember his look when he when he saw the uh, the the kid have to shoot his mother on the pier in the last episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he kind of just turned away, mm-hmm. you know, like something's wrong here. Yeah, well, I, I think Nick. We all know that Nick is pretty smart. He's pretty observant, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. do think that he knows something. You know, maybe he doesn't know the whole story, but I think he suspects something's going on with Strand that the other people aren't suspecting. And um, I think he's just holding it close. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. still think something's something's going close. on between the two of them. Where Strand has something, he's holding something over Nick. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't get that sense, but maybe so. Maybe so. Well, I, I think just... we speculated at that early on, and I am starting to think that maybe we weren't totally correct on that. But I don't know. He seems. Yeah, I mean, I don't. <sighs> I don't know. I uh, Nick is kind of out of the picture on the Strand thing for now. It'll be uh, last time I've heard any real 
connection with him and Strand is because uh, when, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before that, when Strand did something that pissed uh, Maddie off and, and she was walking by Nick and Nick said something like, well, what happened? He said, well, why don't you ask your friend? Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's the last time I've heard those two names or them associated together. Well, I think that they those two, I think they both have a criminal past, which kind of brings them together, you know? Mm-hmm. They kind of understand each other, and they kind of understand where where each of the other person is coming from. And um, it could just be that they have that, that bond. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be something very simple. I continue to I continue to like Nick's character more and more. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Every cool. episode, I heard um, I I heard today, and I can't I I would love to say who said this, but I heard it today, and I thought it was a great description of him. Said he is he's no longer the junkie; he's now the helpful rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's that was great. a great description of him. But a junkie on the side. But a junk on the side. But I just love the way he's always helping out everybody and little things. But he's also just rather fearless. Yeah. Almost laughing at things sometimes. Yeah. He's, well, he's, help, super he's smart. helping Daniel sort through the pills on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in a helpful way. Right. Yeah. Right. Not for himself. And, and I he's thought his selfish. his uh, interaction with uh, Alicia was great. Uh huh. I thought that was I, I I thought Alicia really prospered in this episode a lot more. Um, she became kind of the um. Almost the soul of the group in in some respects. That's what I was gonna say. She's like the moral compass now. Yeah, and and I think that's I think that's a good place for her. If they don't play her as being the dumb kid anymore who accidentally gets people to come pirates to come after him or something, if they mm-hmm. play her more acting adult and being you know more in charge of herself and acting you know and and being a good fighter like she was and being the, a moral compass, I think that's a great shot for her. I thought it was interesting, uh, or no, I thought it was a good um, thing that uh, the kids, the kids, as you're calling them, Scott, stood yes. up to them and said, listen, we're not at the kiddie table anymore. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was right before they, they jumped on the raft to head in. And Salazar stuck up for him, too. Yep. Boy, what a bad babysitter Salazar is, though. Yeah, huh? he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you kids stay within my eyesight. I know. And then he loses them all. I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, let's be quick. But none of them are quick. They're like all wandering <laughs> well, off. And, no. and Salazar's yeah, you know, over there they, playing with, some, with a rosary or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, pick up something useful, man. I know. Most of them were fine except for that Chris. Like, what the hell is he doing? Chris is but an you know idiot. what? He is. But man, his, his. But you know what? I think what happened to him on this thing is going to finally move him past being that punk ass kid who's always uh, running off at the mouth at his dad. I mean, he yeah. had to he had to kill that guy to as a mercy killing mm-hmm. the poor guy that had his spine sticking out of his back. By Which the way, was that was awesome. Gruesome. But <laughs> but the fact that that um, he had to go through that and so forth, hopefully is going to make him feel a little bit more in in connection with his father and what his father had to do with his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, true. And take away some of that anger that he's got toward his father about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because he had to do it himself. Right. So hopefully that's going to happen, and then if that happens, then we have to we can stop having this uh, Shakespearean drama between father and son. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and up until this, and, and 
up until this point, I mean, he's he's had the most experience of any of them in, in dealing with this situation, even though he seems to be the most innocent um, with moving forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, because he was at the last episode, he was killing the zombies at the line. Right. Right. Uh, with no problem. And but, so now he thinks he's OK. He can deal with the situation and he goes in there and then boom. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Guy's well, still alive. Yeah. He finally he finally realized sometimes you got to kill for for not just anger reasons, but reasons that are necessary. Yeah, it was tearing them apart. It was a mercy mm-hmm. kill. Yeah, um, just it was. to make the guy, you know, help him move on. Yeah, it's... But it didn't crush him. You could tell when he got out of the plane and he was talking to Alicia. It wasn't like mm-hmm. he was all broken down and everything. I think he... I think he... I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it means it, it brought him some new light onto what the situation is and maybe he'll stop being such a little pissant. See, <laughs> yeah, exactly. when he came out of the plane and was talking to Alicia, I feel like I saw a little glint of excitement in his eye. Like, he's a stupid kid that takes a lot of risks, which any normal teenager probably would do. But he, right, he did it out of anger, though. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he was teasing the zombie in the plane, the one that had the face mask on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then when he came out after killing the, the doing the mercy killing, he just seemed to have a little bit of a excitement in his eye like maybe that was a little bit too much fun yeah i mean i could i could see that but he about that he has i i mean i i could see a little bit what you're saying i almost thought i saw more of that in alicia's eyes than his but but you know he could go one of two ways he could go to where he he gets his ass grown up and and starts becoming a good member of their group or he could become the big negative going forward Mm mm-hmm you know, and that's the way I'm leaning yeah. because him killing the zombies on the fence last weekend or last week, last mm-hmm. weekend, um, th- he just seemed to have too much fun doing that. Like oh, there well, was, was no need to anger. do that. That was just anger from that kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you know, he, he was being able to take his anger out on something. Yeah. Yeah. But I see what you're saying, though. I mean, right. I, I could definitely see that going that way. Um, I'm hoping though it's the it's the 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 one I was saying. It kind of reminds me of Shane from The Walking mm-hmm, Dead. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. goes a little bit too far. That was a pretty brutal killing. It was. It was. So what about that spinal cord guy though? <laughs> poor guy. That, that was, was pretty sweet. Oh my goodness, that poor guy. That was what some a... great special effects. And if you notice, I you didn't. You have to go back and watch it again the second time. But if you notice, the guy with the uh, with the gas mask on his face, uh-huh. the air mask, yeah. was actually going after that guy the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because you just thought he was just, you know, going like after after uh, Chris or something or whatever. But he was actually sitting behind the guy that's laying there, you know, out cold or whatever, trying to bite him. I know. That was pretty sweet. He was sitting right next to him, wasn't he? He was in the and road that- behind him. There was someone else behind him, I thought. And I then thought there was, was behind couple... that guy was a girl. Yeah. Back oh, okay. behind a uh, gas mask guy. Which I was mm. glad to see Chris did not waste his time killing that gas other mask. walker. <laughs> the other infected. Whatever. Sorry. Um, because that shows me that some maturity on his right. part. He didn't waste his time and he didn't put himself at risk any more than he had to. Mm-hmm. So kudos to him for that one. But... But the guy <laughs> any more than going into that plane in order to kill all the zombies, which was stupid. This is true. So stupid. Yes. But um, well, that was you know. Come on, if you if you're in this position, and you're walking up to this fuselage, sitting there, and you're by yourself. Come on, you're gonna go in there and look around. 
Oh, yeah. I would totally go oh, in. Oh, he but he was going I mean, he was going in looking for infected. I mean, he was going in looking for the thrill, I think. You think? I don't know. I, I think, think he was think just so. looking for anything. I think he was looking he for was, the thrill. He was he started looking for a weapon before he went in there and he was mm-hmm. like went through a couple of them and then picked something up and he was like, "All right, now I'm going in." And I, I think he knew something was in there. Well, yeah, it could be. Or yeah, he was I mean, just he was I, just being cautious, but still. I don't know. I I felt like he was just being curious. But the spinal cord was still awesome. Yes. That was very good. Yes, yes. It was. <laughs> so, okay. So back to Daniel Salazar. Mm-hmm. Um, why was he making such a big deal about um, Nick bringing him the t-shirt that would look great with his eyes? Because he's <laughs> Which a was dick. Cute. But he had, he's, so he says that, that is, it's bad luck to steal from everything. the dead. But yet yeah. here he is trifling through that person's stuff looking for medicine. How many dead has he made? I mean, give me a break. I mean, come on. Uh, that was just bullshit. He, you know, that was that was a grumpy guy being grumpy at somebody who was having some fun with the situation. It's like an old man saying, get off my lawn. Exactly. Like an old man trying to take soup back at a deli. Yeah, if, at, like at first when he said it, I thought it was, I don't know, maybe it was more of a cultural thing when he said it. Yeah. Um, but, I think he was just being a dick. But yeah, the same. he's doing the same thing. He's mm-hmm. going through all the meds, trying to see what's good. I was just going to say, ma- what about all his garbage with his daughter over the infection and that they have to keep it with themselves? Ugh, that's uh, ridiculous. A little, little paranoid there. Um, I think I think that's a cultural thing, too. Uh, I think that's a little bit further than a cultural thing. Well, they don't they don't want anybody to know that how bad it is, right? Because then they might be worried about what's going to happen with her. Well, yeah, because Strand could kick her off. Right. Or, yeah, the other, I mean, like the, the rest of the group might start thinking, I don't know if we want to keep her around. She might this turn. group in no way has shown any tendencies to do anything like that. Why would no, he think that's that? that's true. That's Why true, but I'm just that? saying, that, that guy's been like, completely keep it in the family like for since the start well i get that i get that but i think we i think we've seen this group bond together and you know even last episode when they wanted to take these kids on board and so forth i'm sorry they're not the kind that are going to look at someone because they got a broken leg and throw them overboard yeah but uh with salazar that guy i mean his character is supposed to just not trust anybody well his character's starting to get on my nerves tell you the truth really i love his character I, i think he's awesome I think he's good, no. but I, I can understand where you're coming from. I mean, yeah, it's like okay, get over it already. You've, yeah. you've been dealing with these same people this entire time. Who the fuck else are you going to trust? Right. And he's still he's still kind of playing that card. He's still I, you know saying that oh okay well you know if you have anything to share, only share it with me. I want him to be the good resource guy. I want him to be the guy that that can bring that element of of having done the down and dirty to the group. But, you know, all the paranoia and, and crap, and all it's just getting a little old for me. Well, that's just part of his nature from his previous life. But I think I think he does have to worry about Strand. Strand would totally be the person that mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. either kill her or kick her off the boat. And yeah, but Strand isn't... How's, how's Strand going to do this? How is Strand holding well, this okay, over these people? Okay, here's the other side. Here's, here's the other side of it, though, is that if Salazar... If, you know, they trust Maddie, they trust Travis and them... If they reveal too much information, if you reveal any information, you have less control over that information. And so if you reveal mm-hmm. it to Travis and Maddie, what's going to keep them from then uh, talking to Strand about, okay, listen, she needs antibiotics. Then Strand's like, all right, well, she needs to get the fuck off. Um, let me go cut a rope. Yep. 
Exactly. Oh, kick them okay. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, though, there's seven against one on that. No, How in the hell true. is Strand going to be throwing anybody off this boat? Well, you just saw what he did at the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah. Believe me, if that person had not had been on the boat, he wouldn't have been able to do it. No, that. exactly. I know, and but... and I also don't think, yeah, I also think that Strand is not going to be in charge of this boat for very much longer. Okay. No, that's true. Well, that's I think, what they're Maddie's already I think they're, they may even the next episode go back for him. Hmm. Interesting. That's, I didn't I, want I, you yeah. to go there There's yet. Just, but that's well, no, okay. It's just, no, my <laughs> point is, is that there's just there there's not enough there to have strand have control over these people so much no. i mean there's seven of them against one of him on the boat one of them already had he uh, daniel has a gun um it would not be hard for them to take the boat no nope. and, and supposedly you. they're doing this because he has this grand plan and so forth but he's already proven that the plan is bullshit um so why would you you know why would you not just take the boat and go wherever See, I, I think that this is still hearkening back to the fact that this whole apocalypse thing just happened. Mm -hmm. And they're still thinking, nicey-nicey, he owns the boat, we can't step on his toes because we still need him and all that stuff. I think it's just a matter of the fact that it's all so new to them. And if this happened like five or six months down the road, they would probably kick him off. And take I, over. I would agree with you, Kim, except, you know, we're not talking about decisions like whether we go to this island or we go to that island, okay? We're talking about whether people are being saved or not saved, mm -hmm. you know? Whether, you know, really extreme decisions on this guy's part. Mm -hmm. That's a little different, you know? It's not just because he has a preference to go see San Diego, yeah. where we would like to go up and see what's happening in Portland. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see that, you know, if, if it's his boat and he wants to go to San Diego, okay, we're going to San Diego. But if, if he's making decisions on people's lives and so forth on that, I, you know, I might put my foot down and say, no, uh, -uh. no, 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 no. We, there's more of us that want them on. This is, this is, maybe this is a little bit of a democracy here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and you have that right. <laughs> but you might end up off the boat. <laughs> Yeah. I, just, I don't think this is it, though. There's nobody that would be on Strand's side. Scott, to your point, I mean, the group other than Strand is together. Like, he's mm -hmm. the outsider. Right. So if he's going right. to start arguing, listen, uh, this is where we're going, then they're going to get together as a group be like, okay, Strand's wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he needs this, you know, he just has no control now. We can take right. over. I right. understand that. He can come with us if he wants to, but right, we're taking. And that's what Maddie's telling him. I think Maddie's finally mm -hmm. telling. I think the man Maddie is finally standing up to him in that regard, and saying. But that's why I didn't get that thing with them letting them go on the boat at the end, cutting right. off the raft. And, you know, come on, really? You would let this guy and, and do something I like that? I agree with you that I don't think that's the end. I don't think that's that's it. I agree. If, I agree. if that's what you're saying, yeah. So. What, did you think? Can we please talk about the crab walker guy? I'm there. <laughs> the, the walker with crabs. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. Sorry. So when Daniel back on the island sees the person running down the hill, did you think that was Chris? I no. totally thought it was Chris. Did you? Yeah. No, I I knew exactly who it was. Because you wrote the episode. It's because you're so freaking. <laughs> no, smart. it's because I've seen that I've seen that scene plenty of times, and I know that they were bringing. 
the Flight 462 people on there. Yeah, so. but okay, here's what completely blew me away on that. How the hell did she get on land when we last saw, time we saw her on in the water? Well, and I then think she comes. She's running mm-hmm. down the dunes mm-hmm. with all the zombies chasing her, infected. Excuse me. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, we got to make a pit spot, pit stop because mm-hmm. I still have a boat. Well, obviously they landed and she went exploring. She's probably looking for food and water. Right. I mean, they got nothing on the boat there. So she went in inland trying to figure out what she could find, maybe because she knew the plane was crashed there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's why I didn't think it was, I didn't know who the hell it was. Well, right. I thought it was Chris because Chris was the one that was missing. And right. because uh, was it Alicia that was yelling? Chris? Yeah. Chris? Mm-hmm. No, that was uh, Daniel, actually. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Daniel, yeah. Yeah. okay. Well, um, I think we even saw on last year's, or last year's, on last week's preview to this episode, we saw that it was, that it was, um, what's her name, coming down the hill? Alex? Yeah, Alex, thank you. Mm-hmm. Or Charlie? Or, Or yeah. whatever you want to believe? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> well, I think they show both of that on IMDb. Um. I was confused as to, first of all, which we've already stated, which, where did all these people or infected people come from? And they got cornered pretty quickly. Like, couldn't they just run? Those infected are not going that fast. Oh, you mean, yeah, when they're backed up, backed up on, on the cliff or whatever, yeah. which looked like it had, like, at least a way to walk away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was confused that they were just staying there, too. And they were, it, the fighting was really weird, too. It was like the, the uh, infected weren't really coming at them. They're like I know. holding back a little bit. But I was definitely surprised when Nick showed up, yeah, which right. was actually pretty cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Y- you know, what? one thing I thought was kind of cool, and that was another thing I was thinking about when, when I was talking about the beach early on, my impressions mm-hmm. with the beach. The beach really neutralizes their speed against the walkers. Yeah, because of the sand. Because, yeah. Because of the sand. You're not going to be able to break away as quickly on that sand with these lumbering walkers. Now, I'll tell you this much. Uh, you know, we don't like to compare this show with, with The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. but they were kicking ass much more than The Walking Dead people do with the with the walkers. I know. I mean, come on. There was no weapons among them, and they're taking out this whole crowd, and The Walking Dead folks, man, they get... <laughs> There's a bunch of airplane parts. <laughs> I know. In The Walking Dead, one guy gets you, and you got a blade and a gun and everything. I mean, come on. <laughs> Although it was smart, Nick picked up that uh, that knife. He They mm-hmm. showed it yes. off, kind of, when he was putting yeah. it in his pocket. So Yeah, when he was doing the crab walker. No, uh, when he uh, he found it earlier. Right, that's on, what I mean. And, but he yeah. used it on the crab walker. Yep, and then he used it on the crab walker, which crab walker was awesome. Though, what the hell was he doing on the edge of that? The pit. I mean, yes, before he fell off, he, he was they, like, laughing. Show his is feet, what he was and, doing. <laughs> yeah, they show his feet, and it's like, oh, precarious feet. Uh, and then crumbling. all of a sudden, he falls in. Uh, that's crumbling. Do you not yeah. notice that crumbling? Ugh. That was the yeah. best. It was the best. I think mm-hmm. that's like the first iconic walker or infected person i think well maybe number two the guy from the first well, episode or from the first season inside madison's house was pretty cool one too mm-hmm. but this one was yeah. awesome i i tell you what though i really i really think they missed an opportunity with those walkers attacking them because they could have had some really gruesome walkers in that one yeah they could from the airplane crash victims oh i know i know i know you're right they could have done but, some pretty cool stuff there. Yeah, I think that goes back to your point that most of those guys, they weren't gruesome, so they probably weren't 
airplane right. crash right. victims. But, but I'm just saying that's a missed opportunity. Oh, I would yeah, have loved to have seen those yeah. airplane victims come walking over that hill. That yeah, would with have been like half a chair hell. sticking out of them. Yeah, right. That actually would have been cool, like a piece of rebar or something in their body going through them. Or even just more in the water. That would have been awesome, too. <laughs> tray table in their stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tray table. Yeah. That tray table's not up. <laughs> that'll keep. That'll teach you for keeping that tray table down during a crash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you wear the only ones that survived were the ones that put their seat in the upright position mm-hmm, a half mm-hmm, an inch mm-hmm. back into position. Exactly. <laughs> that would have exactly, been cool to see some more people with a mask on their face too. Yeah, right. I mean, they, they they could have done some really cool stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They did miss an opportunity. You know, there was a surprisingly small amount of dead at the airplane. I mean, they just showed those two burned up guys when they first got up there. But outside of that, and the ones that he found in the uh, in the cabin, yeah, mm-hmm. there weren't any. Yeah, that's true. I wonder what happened to all of them. Well, it goes back to, Kim, you said there was kind of... Um... You had to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit. And the fact that here you've got half the plane right there, but the rest of it's out in the water mm-hmm. uh, seems to be spread over a pretty large area, which is, I mean, it's a plane. It's flying. So, yeah, it's going to spread over a large area. But I like when they first got that guy caught in the boat, I was like, why is there so much crap in the water right now? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But um, going back to the pit walker. To the crab guy, uh, just for a second. That reminded me of when the governor fell in the pit back in season mm. four, I think it was. Yeah, the, the Walker with, Mosh pit. Uh, yeah, with Tara's niece. Yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah, like that. Yeah, it was. And then Nick's reaction to that I know what he goes, guy oh, falling shit. in. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was like so genuine and I know, believable. it was good. It was like it was actually happening. That was a really good yep, scene. Yep. My favorite scene so far, I think, of the entire series. He fell at the base of that guy, and he's yeah. like sitting there grabbing him. I was like, holy shit, how did you fall right <laughs> yeah. next to him? And then you see the other guy yeah. coming in. I was actually waiting to see crabs like all crawling all over That's what over I was Nick. wondering. When he's laying there, I was I know, like, where the hell the crabs go? He crushed Nick them. Nick should be going, ow, 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 ow. Tickle, <laughs> yeah. tickle, tickle. I think he had more to worry about. I was actually surprised to see that infected guy eat one of the crabs. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Because I didn't think they would do that. Well, he was pissed. I guess and so. the crab was eating him. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what this whole episode's about? Being that it's Ouroboros? Ooh. Right? The cycle that's of what life? I, that's what I was thinking. Yep, okay. that's the... Uh, You're being that's eaten Mr. as Ouroboros. you eat. What else is happening out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Death, death is eating the crabs, and the crabs are eating death. So maybe he is the Ouroboros zombie. Oh wow! You Could guys be are deep. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We're wow, deep. Good job, guys. We're deep. We're real deep. Yeah, real deep in the shit. <laughs> the bullshit well, I think that on is. That note, maybe we should take a break real quick. Why not? I oh, know. Yeah, I gotta think about that a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. We'll, t- we'll take a break, and then when we come back, we do want to explore a little bit more about our Flight 462 people and what's in the future there. Don't you think? Yes. Oh, yeah. All Let's right. take a break. We'll be back in a
somos víctimas de un estado confiscado con un gobierno involucrado en las ganancias de el narco es una nación podrida con la población herida Welcome back, everybody. So, you know what we didn't talk about yet was the fact that what? Nick discovered the Walker guts. Yeah, the camouflage. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. Again, coming to conclusions way faster than our people on The Walking Dead. How, mm-hmm. how long did it take uh, The Walking Dead people? Like, what season were they in before they, they did the Walker? Like first season. season. One. First season one. Okay, it was season one. All right. Yeah, yeah when Glenn and... Uh, Glenn and Rick had to get out of there. Yeah. It was like episode six or seven. No, it mm-hmm. had to have been earlier than that because they only had six episodes. They were still in Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, but. Yeah, he found out an out in assess. Yeah. But you know what? I tell you what, that scene with him, uh, just his movement within the group of the walkers was fascinating. And his mm-hmm. coming face to face with the one walker as they examined each other and 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 where. Nick actually started making the uh, Walker the sounds. Yeah, he was know, back like, at him. Yeah, I was like, "This is awesome!" Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was he was challenging it. He was yeah. pushing it to yeah. see how far he could go with it. And um, it's our helpful helpful rogue. Yes, he is. <laughs> but he um, he looked pretty gruesome mm-hmm. in that, and he seemed to kind of enjoy it. Well, almost. when you first saw him, when when uh, when he first t- turned to um, Alicia, he yeah. looked like a madman. Mm-hmm. He did. I, I mean, his eyes were him. wild and everything, but it wasn't until he turned around and took a swing at somebody that you realized he wasn't infected. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he did. He looked. He looked out of it. Oh, didn't he like take yeah. one down before he even made eye contact yes. with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did, but but he but he kind of came up and looked at her like in that weird way, and it wasn't until he turned around and slugged somebody that you realized he was still among the uh, the good guys. Yep. But she, but you know the other thing is that um, it doesn't seem like they have this group of survivors does not have any fear of body fluids infecting themselves. I don't think anybody in this show does really. Yeah, they have. I mean, shown on, even on The Walking Dead, either. Well, I don't they think did I at the be- they did at the beginning. Did they? Because they were wearing all that protective gear when they were still in Atlanta. Mm. Yeah. So they wouldn't get the stuff on them when they were hacking the bodies up, and. Um, Remember, I, th- I think it was T-Dog got it in his mouth and he ran outside. He's like, I got it in my mouth, I got it in my mouth. And then they were like, oh, you're fine. Because I, th- I thought they were getting that crap in their mouths early on. Mm-mm. No. So so that's different, too. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This- no, there's, there's been throughout The Walking Dead and this, there, there has been a surprisingly small amount of worry about that, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting stuff in your mouth. I mean, you know. And obviously, these people don't know anything about zombie lore or have it in their culture because uh, there's not one person is acting like this is uh, anything you would have thought of before, you know? Oh, right. They need to read up. It's not supposed to be in their culture, right? I know. That's what I figured. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not supposed to have heard about it. Mm hmm. But God forbid he keeps that shirt on for the rest of the season. The, the exactly. captain shirt? Yes. Uh, it's going to be pretty pink if he does. Oh, God. That thing is that thing is pretty pretty gone. 
Um, I sure was happy to see that there was a lot of clothes on the beach. Um, Young that maybe clothes. he could, <laughs> yeah, maybe he can give up Dale's outfit because um, because <laughs> I know it's pretty bad. Uh huh. It's pretty bad. Well, he had already moved on. He had the Abigail shirt on. Didn't he, he was getting better. Yes. Yeah, yeah but he still had the jacket. But that was I was surprised. That was one of the things they said that when they needed supplies, they said we need clothes. Yep. Because I guess mm-hmm. he only had one outfit. Yeah. I don't think anybody. I don't remember seeing anybody with a suitcase. No. I thought it was funny too that Ophelia said she didn't like sleeping on geriatric sheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I don't know if you noticed too. Nick's been running around in a uh, Abigail shirt. Yeah. From one of the crew. That's what I of just said. Yeah, we mentioned. That. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we mentioned that last week too. I think. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um. So when they got, I should try listening to you. Uh, when they got back to the boat. <laughs> it's okay. Don't start now. <laughs> when they got back to the boat, do you think that Nick gave Ophelia the amoxicillin? Because I didn't see him hand it to her. And he never mentioned it to her. You know, that's a good question. Because I was, until I watched it the second time, I didn't even think he had the amoxicillin. I thought the only thing he brought back when was the rosary. Because when he fell in the hole, the bag with mm. the amoxicillin in it was still up at the top of the of the cliff. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. But when they were running down the hill and starting to carry the uh, raft out, he had the bag over his shoulder. Hmm. Okay. The red bag. So he went back and got the bag. Yeah. So he brought he brought the antibiotics with him. How convenient. They they were all able to grab their bags when the they were being chased by infected. Well, we don't know really what happened what 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 happened with Nick after the uh, second oh shit guy fell on him. Yeah. I'm t- I'm sure he knew that those were important, so he went back after it. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he sh- then he ran through all the uh, the horde to get to get to his uh, family. Right. Huh. Well, he stabbed that one dude in the head, so hopefully that mm-hmm. guy had some blood in him that got all over him, which is the reason the other guy didn't attack him. Which is what I would assume. I would hope. Right. If he's going to learn that the blood is what's keeping. But he these did guys again. He didn't him. have it all over him. He mm-hmm. only had it on the front part. Yeah, whatever the oh shit walker that fell on him, uh, I guess he must have uh, broken open all of them or something because he didn't have it after the crab crabby guy. Yeah, yeah he was like crabby a guy didn't get him that infected Gallagher prop. Nice, Ugh, nice. God, that was a big mallet. <laughs> Gallagher, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I did have to. Um, I had from the start when they first landed. I was like, why did they bring that boat so far up on the rocks? If you had to get the hell yeah, out of there, or yeah. at least put it in like mm-hmm. oh shit mode and like turn it facing the other mm-hmm. way. So like, I agree. If you had I agree. I thought out, that too. They were definitely taking it up on the dry area. Yeah, I guess right. they expected to be there for a long yeah, time. Or, yeah, yeah. The mean, tide comes in. How fast does the tide ride around rise around there? And did you see that convenient little cutout? Yeah. That the boat just fit nicely into yeah. where mm-hmm. the rocks were. Yeah. yeah. That was nice. That was yeah. that was very convenient. Was very but convenient. I do think that the tide rises pretty quick on the west coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless you've been actually studying the tides, you might not know what's going on. I still would turn the boat around, like Stu said. Well, yeah, I agree. They should have turned the boat around. But I think if they had left it. Further down on the rocks, it would have been an issue. It's not like the East Coast. <laughs> it just seemed weird to me. I can understand that because 
But the, the, the reasoning behind what I was talking about is that why the hell would they even plan to be there that long? You know, I mean, like get in, get out like, and and I, I I probably would leave the motor, the prop, like facing out towards the water. I I probably incorrect on that because you don't want, because that's the heaviest part of the boat. You don't want it in the shallow end, but still, uh, it seemed like they brought it way up on the beach. Hey, Stu, I just looked at a note I wrote to myself when I was watching it the first time Mm -hmm. when you were talking about whether, uh, uh, Nick brought back the antibiotics or whatever. <laughs> and I wrote, wrote on here that, uh, oh, great, he brings her a rosary. She's going to need to do some praying now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, well, you don't get the meds. But I got praying. you a rosary. <laughs> <laughs> that might heal that bullet wound. You know, yeah. I actually didn't even remember that she got shot. I had to ask him about that. Yeah. Like when that happened. And that, well, that was from the first six episodes, right? That yeah. was in. Yes, it sure was. That was her boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, the military guy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, Travis's uh, adventure with the clog was pretty gross. Oh, he that hand God, out of there. Yeah, he pulled the that. hand out. That yeah. was disgusting. <laughs> that was wicked. <laughs> he made a new friend in yeah, that too. Yes, he and did. The, they shook. The, <laughs> they shook on it. <laughs> the squelching noise it made when he pulled yes, it out. Yes. Did you see? Did you see? Uh, do you see Maddie's face when she's looking at him? She's kind of like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, she actually says, oh, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I, I mean, for God's sakes, your kids are in danger on the beach because of zombies, and you're worried about shit on your I hands. Yes, I mean, did you yeah. see when he pulled the hand out and all, it was working, he just kind of sat down like, ah. And I was like, your kids are still in danger, dude. Well, oh, I was God. actually surprised, pleasantly surprised, to see that Strand was so... He, when she was like, we got to go, he was like, all right, let's go. Let's go get him. And he mm-hmm. was like, cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I thought for yeah, sure well, he would be like, well, let them get out of there on their own. They got in this well, mess. I think that's the, like, you, you keep, or I think uh, Scott probably brought up that's like, or maybe Kim did, that he seemed a little softer, or has yeah. in the past couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, Kim was talking about, right? Yeah, and... and he keeps coming across with these hard ass lines mm-hmm. to people, but I, I I don't think he has anything to back it up. And I think um, he definitely has these people have some use for him. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know that he necessarily wants to be completely alone in the whole situation either. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but I know this. I think he's definitely realized that the situation could get out of hand in the in a way that does not help him. Um, yeah. and I think that was me having a, a correct idea. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, you you had an idea. Um, but I think you know he's he's coming more and more more and more in the realization that he's not as in control of the situation as he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and that if he presses the wrong buttons, that it could go bad on him. I still I still don't see why it hasn't gone bad on him. You know, in my opinion, I, I think it would have gone bad on oh, why he's moment. why there hasn't been an earlier mutiny. Yep, why he's not. Yep. Yeah, why they're letting him demand this shit because yep. it's not like well, this guy's got a clear plan. No, I think Kim's right on that. It's you know, it's been you know, it hasn't much time has not passed mm-hmm. uh, in in our new world, but um, you know, it, it's gonna come out come at him pretty quick. I think. So what would you have done if you were Alex and you were put in that situation where people were debating whether you could come on their ship or not? Would you have fought harder 
to get on the boat. I tell you what, I thought her line was perfect. Said, Are you people really debating this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, makes you I think. think she was. I think she was in shock. Tell you the truth. And, at the, and when the, she's back there uh, with, is it Jake? Jake. Yeah. 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 And she's like, this is the worst it's ever going to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, man. <laughs> well, it really is. That's, can you imagine, like, you know, you're dirt. I They're think like, she was uh, just we'll drag resigned. You behind the boat. The, That's she it. was resigned to the situation. She was looking at these people and, and realizing the only one fighting her was a girl. Yeah. For her. Yeah, yeah. I was actually wondering if when Alex said that to Jake, if she was saying all of those words to him, or was she saying it to herself Both, to make I herself probably. feel better, and well. just coming to the realization that nothing's going to get better? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about Alex, um, number one, I think no, it, no, I don't want to talk. About I, Alex. I know you don't. Um, I think Alex is coming back, and if Alex comes back. That could be a bad thing for Strand Obviously. or others yeah. because Alex has already proven she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And we may see, instead of seeing her becoming one of the cast members that's part of the crew, she may come back to be an antagonist. Well, she's already this. proven that she doesn't like when people go against her and that she will mm-hmm. kill you if you say no to her. So, yeah, I agree. But how are they going to find her again? She's out in the middle of the water. I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping maybe if somebody's the, uh, in her way. She is. Yeah, she'll deal with it. Gonna do something about it. Well, hopefully they. They. Hopefully, you know, maybe they realize Strand's a nutcase and they put him down the next episode, or at least sit him down, and they go back and get him. Maybe she'll find Tobias, and they'll both pop up together. <laughs> If that happens, I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, really? Oh my god! Tobias will help with show up on a jet ski. He seems like he's got a good heart. Yeah, Tobias. Yeah, I, 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 if that, if they find Tobias again, then that means they went back to the freaking high school. I mean, give me a break. There's no way. Who knows? Maybe he's got family in Mexico. I don't know. I think he's going to show up like in Mad Max with that that guy that has the helicopter. Uh-huh. 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 He's just going to come flying in. And the and the surprise. rocker who's on the front of the car. That'd be sweet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you're all in on that one, Stu. Um, okay, but um, <laughs> okay. But I do. Um, okay. Can I just say? Can I just say that Scott? I think you have your uh, news item. Our first news item. Ah. Well, I don't know if it's a news item or if it's just an interesting little piece of information, but... uh, I think it's an interesting tidbit that can be news. Okay. For those of us that are curious as to whether the Alex or Charlie character is going to show up again, which, by the way, I don't get the whole Alex-Charlie thing yet. we got to figure that out. Um, Might I just say this is mm -hmm. a bit spoilery, so if you do not want to hear this... Go ahead. Yes, if you don't want to hear this, this is time to earmuff yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it does appear on uh, IMD, IMDb's website that um, they now have, um, I think it's Michelle Ang. Yeah. It's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have right. her listed with 13 episodes instead of one episode now. What? Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So that would indicate that she's going to be around. Wait, I gotta ask, how many episodes are left in this season? I don't know. There's... But you know, they re-upped them for a third season. Yeah, there's um. I know. Sixteen episodes total. 
total, and we've had three, so that would be the the remainder of the Yeah, so episodes. she may be coming back pretty quick. Okay, but that would be the remainder right. of the season. Mm-hmm. Right? Either that or they signed her to the next season. Who knows? But uh, but she is listed under now with 13 episodes. Interesting. So um, I do believe she will be back. And you not only that, you just... You just can't get rid of that character that quickly. I mean, no. anybody who watched the webisodes know that there was some kind of a mysterious history behind this yep. character. And mm-hmm. you can't just abandon it without exploring it a little bit. I mean, it was set up to be explored. Well, unless the webisodes are just useless to the storyline and it was just That a, may be so, but you know, they're trying to marketing thing. Sure, but they also are looking at I, I did read somewhere that they're thinking about making this kind of a regular occurrence for Fear of the Walking Dead, that they have these webisodes that will incorporate um, future characters. Oh, interesting. Or webisodes about characters that did not continue on with the show, but may have had something happen to them. Oh, which is what they do with The Walking Dead. Right. So um, that, you know, that kind of speaks to that. But she's she's definitely listed there as, as having some more of a future with the show. And she's definitely got a backstory that needs to be explored. Yes, she does. She knows something. And I think she would be a great character for the group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's good, because, I, I mean, I was disappointed when uh, Strand ran out there and cut the rope. Yep. After so much buildup of, <laughs> of we're finally getting our Flight 462 since we've been paying attention to it. I don't know how much of the rest of the world has been paying attention to mm-hmm. it. But we're finally seeing it come to fruition, and then it's like, ah, he cuts the rope. Yeah. It's like, it, ah, come on. If you didn't watch the webisodes, they're good. I mean, it's about yeah, they about are. 15 minutes total, um, but it's a cool little story. Um, it would definitely be worth going back and checking out mm-hmm. if you want to learn a little bit more about these characters. Um, and it's, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be good to have that addition to the to the crew, to the uh, cast on this show. Also, I think, Kim, you were the one originally mentioned that that about the rumors that a cast member was going to be coming from the plane, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Right? What, what I wanted to ask you, though, was, was the r- original rumor, was it saying a cast member would come, or was it saying that a member of that flight would show up on the show? It said a member of the flight was going to show up on the first episode. Hmm. Of the season, which neither one of those mm. happen. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, because there's a big difference between being a cast member and showing up on the show. Right, right, right. Yeah, so I think they're making it a lot bigger than what they originally stated. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, because I think she's got a lot to contribute. I think she Fingers would be... Fingers crossed that she can bring it in. She would be awesome against Strand. Mm-hmm. Just going head to toe. Yeah. And with Madison, too, because they're both so strong-willed women. You mm-hmm. know? And, and why didn't Madison fight harder when Strand cut the rope? Well, especially since we know we know that both of these women have some kind of uh, something in their past that's made them badass. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. And there needs to be some explanation to those. Exclamation. To those stories. Yes. Um, Exclamation points. Yes. Um, so, anyway, I'm hoping that's what we'll be looking at in the that's future. Awesome. So, do you guys have any notes about the episode that you wanted to go over? Or talk? Yeah, I think I've covered everything I had. Well, once again, music really got me this time. Mm-hmm. I just love yeah, good point. the music on this show. I don't, I don't remember the guy's name who's the arranger, but um, 
it's really it really speaks to whatever scene it's in and there was mm-hmm. one scene where it was very melodic and that was when um Madison didn't fight when the rope was rope was cut it sounded like a 70s horror movie type music like mm-hmm. the stuff that you would hear at mm-hmm. the end of the movie it was very melodic and scary and just so like like oh what's going to happen type music and i just love it i love all the music there was another scene I thought of also, Kim, now that you mentioned that, that I thought the same thing. is um, they, they did, it was camera work and music together did such a good job. Is when they were, um, when they were making their Zodiac run for the, for the crash site, mm-hmm. the use of the drone cameras. Oh, I mentioned that too. Yes, yes, yes. To, to catch these, the movement as they're going ashore. And the, the music was very, um, very, uh adventurous and very very uh exciting yeah yeah and i thought those images were fantastic even when they used it when they were pulling the uh raft down to the water Mm -hmm. the way that you could see that drone image coming down that little valley with all the walkers coming after them was uh really really well done yeah i really like the drone images too um the other scene with the music that i really liked was when chris was killing the spinal cord guy Mm -hmm. and he Mm. gave him a couple of whacks and then all of a sudden his eyes pop open again and you realize he's not quite dead yet. Yeah, that was I just hit him again. That was hard. Messed up. That was yeah. a messed up scene. That music was yep. so intense. It was awesome. So <laughs> I hesitate to mention this because it'll probably bug some people, but I cannot get over hearing about the fact that they're in this infinity pool where they're making this thing. Yeah. And and some of the scenes you can actually see that there's they're in a pool and that there's the ocean beyond it because mm-hmm. the water changes a bit like the scenes where the like they had uh uh maddie looking through the uh um uh, the glasses at what was going on on the beach right mm-hmm. the binoculars and you could look past her at the edge and the horizon kind of changes colors i was kind of like oh, oh i didn't notice I that. Got that yeah but there were a couple of scenes where it looked kind of off like mm-hmm. um there was one more quote from Strand that I wanted to bring up that I thought was very funny. And that mm-hmm. was when he was correcting, um, Ad- uh, what's the girl's name? Um, Alicia? Alicia. When he was correcting her while she was on the boat and she was running and he's like, I know you're not running on my dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. right. She's like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a parent correcting a child. I was dying laughing. <laughs> I'll tell you, hey, you know, speaking of which, I didn't mention this before, but I thought one of the, the most tense scenes in the thing was when uh, Maddie was looking over overboard at Travis going after getting oh. the guy out of the uh, getting the guy out of the intake valve. The intake, yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all that blood and stuff started coming up oh, in the water. Right. Yeah. And the guy floated up. That was cool. That was that scary. That was cool. That Crazy, was a, creepy. Yeah. I kept thinking... Strand is going to somehow get behind her and push her over. <laughs> and she's going to end up down there with uh, him. I'm sure he thought about it. I'm sure he did. Luckily, she had a wall behind her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, I thought that was an incredibly creepy scene right there. Yeah. So I think the more we talked about this episode, the more I kind of liked it. Good. Good. Yeah. It, we, you guys <laughs> brought up some good points. And Always now that I understand like the help. whole Ouroboros thing, that, that makes it all come together. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I was. I've just been well, in I a think, funk about Prince, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it. Yeah, definitely. It is. It now, there's some is. good stuff in this episode. The storyline was awesome. We had some major transformations with um, 
Chris and mm-hmm. Nick hopefully, learns hopefully, the camouflage thing. Yeah, and, and hopefully uh, Nick and Alicia or uh, Chris and Alicia start becoming really useful characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've made I strides. So. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. So next week, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of listener feedback. Uh, so yeah, on Twitter we uh, posted uh, the picture of Nick with a bloody shirt from an at L Housen said, and we thought the grandpa outfit was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If he doesn't take that shirt off, ugh, because he probably stinks really bad too. And for God's yes. sake, get a comb. <laughs> get a comb. A lot of people are saying that on social media. Anything. Yeah, get a bath or shower or, or clippers something. or a lawnmower. Anything. Fix it. <laughs> all right well so uh next week on fear of the walking dead which is season two episode four blood in the streets a family in distress boards the abigail strand branches off and his past begins to emerge nick searches for an associate of strands predictions for next week so i find it interesting that the the episode is titled um blood in the streets Mm mm-hmm yeah. So hopefully we're going back to land. Not I, in the ocean, you're saying. Right. Not right. blood in the ocean. Did you did you see the preview images, preview shots for no, the next I episode? Because it's it had I see uh, Nick walking through like a tent city. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. I have no idea what's going to happen, but you know we we made a prediction last week that. Madison and Strand were going to be arguing over the fact that they had to leave that boy back on the island. And that never mm. happened this week. So mm-hmm. I, I am hesitant to make any predictions because <laughs> it might not happen. But I think there's there's got to be a confrontation between Madison and Strand at some point. I think someone's going to have a confrontation a with Strand. Yeah, I mean, I if there's a hope family it, in distress, somebody's got to mm-hmm. do it. I kind of hope immediately Madison says, screw you, and turns the boat around and goes pick up those the two people on the raft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that happens. I don't think it's going to happen, but I hope it happens. Well, it, it, I don't know if you watched the Talking Dead later. They usually have their scene from the next episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. The scene from the next episode showed Nick, uh, like, sneaking on shore. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it looked like a and military. And there was like compound. a hep- You're right, and there was like a helicopter that flew over yep, him. Yep. Um, and he has he has like all his shit like tied to a bag that he's driving. Yeah, he's in a dry bag. Yep. Oh, right. That's right. Yep. And he's naked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you remember okay. that part. Um, <laughs> so yeah, of, of course, course you that remember part. that part. Yeah. And he's naked. I don't think he was actually so naked. I, I wonder if he's gonna find um, if he's gonna find Alex in that group in there. Ah, or Tobias. That's a good point. Or Tobias. <laughs> Tobias still shows two episodes, Kim. I just want you to know that. It, they could be playing with us. They could be, darling. They definitely could be. <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, that that would make sense. That would be cool. I think crap's going to come to head with with uh, with um, Strand, though. Yeah. If if it isn't Madeline, someone's going to confront him, and I think Strand's going to have some issues yeah. this coming episode. He may even lose the boat. Mm. This, I think this will be cool. I think Tobias is going to be running that military compound with his little pen knife. Oh, jeez. He's going to go in there, and Tobias is in charge. 
little pimply George pattern. And you probably even have like barbed wire wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it should be a really good ex- episode. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Stuart's episode would certainly be interesting. <laughs> yes. I don't think Tyus would last very long. No. I don't think he so. He had big either. cans of beans. That's right. That's right, pizza face. Pudding. All right. Anyway, that's what's coming next week, folks. Okay. <laughs> are you guys ready to wrap it up? I would say we are. Yes. I say we need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, oh, thank Lord. you, everybody, for joining us once again. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on the episodes, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week to review episode four of Fear the Walking Dead. Thanks for listening. Bye. Good night. Good night, everybody. Wherever you are is home Crawl on my belly and beg you But you're so